Welcome to Indie Music Podcast, episode 305, discussion of social media for musicians and studios. Indie Music Podcast now has a Patreon at patreon.com slash indie underscore musiccast. And we invite you to become a member for exclusive benefits. For next to nothing per month, you can get members-only podcast video, early access to upcoming episodes, merch, and more. This morning, Matt and I get together for coffee and discuss social in retrospect of 2021, taking social media breaks, the importance of catalog, and thoughts on what is really important in your social media channels. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to the Indie Music Podcast, the podcast for independent musicians and other audio professionals. We're your hosts. I'm Matt Denton, also known as Mojo of Ragged Birds Music. I'm a Bay Area mix engineer and recording artist. And Douglas Reynolds of Resonance Mastering, a mastering engineer in Bloomington, Illinois. Hey, good morning, Matt. Bonjour, Doug. How are you? Good. And yourself? I'm, oh, I'm, I'm not on video. No, are you, are, are you recording? <laughs> I am recording. Yeah. It's too many things to think about this early in the morning. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe like a, uh, what, a macro or a little Apple script thing uh, to just like start everything yeah. up. Yeah. That's a smart idea. I'll, I'll, I'll give that to later me. To it gets you down from uh, four clicks to one, which is a <laughs> yeah. lot more manageable in the morning. So. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Now, if we could just click and make my coffee as well, that'd be great. Yeah. I'm going to try the uncomfortable thing of actually not looking at you while I'm talking today and look at the camera. <laughs> oh. Oh, because you have two screens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, see, well, I, I've got, uh, well, I use my phone and uh, oh, it's off to the side here because it's got four, right. it's got a 4K camera in it. So I get much better than I do with my eyesight, which is on my computer here. But I'm always looking at this computer here because that's where you are. and Right. That makes sense. But it really doesn't matter because we've gone two years until this season where I've never <laughs> even looked at you to, to begin with. So why aren't I looking at the camera? i not take offense at that. <laughs> well, see, I am. Um, yeah, actually, I have, the view I here a... is so much better than. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I do a thing in Zooms where I don't actually, I just look in the, the general direction. I I, I can't look at myself on screen and I don't like to look at other people that much either in a, in a video chat. Yeah. It's, it's weird. So I just kind of put everything in the general direction and kind of look at the general direction, but it looks like I'm looking right at the camera because the camera is right centered over my computer and it is a 4k camera. It's a, a nice little webcam with yeah. a microphone built in and whatnot. I tried it over the, uh, over the top of my computer, but the, uh, angle I don't know. It was just mm -hmm. boring behind me with, you know, nothing but uh, acoustic panels to look at, you know? So I don't know. They're kind of cool. You could get one of those lights, you know, one of those LED <laughs> lights for, for stage and just kind of have it playing, sweeping in the background yeah. just for fun. <laughs> That's an idea. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to, what, bash on social today or bash on Spotify today? I don't remember. I think we're going, I think we're going with social. Neither one of us, I think, felt like we had enough uh, information under our belts to have a qualified conversation about, about Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I only know, I only know some superficial stuff that's going on in which is mainstream news stuff. And it's, right. it's not really all that interesting um, as far as what I've read so far, you know? So um, I would hate to 
do that to yeah. our listeners and viewers. I have a lot of, you know? I, have, um, I have opinions about it, but <laughs> yeah. So social, I mean, I mean you know, com- coming <laughs> off of last week's inter- interview, you know, um, we're going to talk about social a little bit more, but, yeah. uh, and I'm in the middle of kind of a, a social media leave of absence right now. Um, yeah. And that's just been, that. it's been kind of just for a, a, a mental wellness break from social. So if, you know, if that's of interest, I can kind of talk about that kind of thing. Cause I think it's good to like detach every once in a while. Uh, it's of interest to me personally. I mean, it's something that, uh, that, that when I've done not necessarily intentionally, I've always felt better. And when I come back, I'm like, Oh, this is, this is kind of as unnecessary as extra calories. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In some respects. Um, but you know, for the most part in, in our modern world and in our line of work, it is kind of a necessary evil, but there is definitely a way to do it with intention. And then there's a way to do it, uh, where you're succumbing to the gamification of, of everything that, uh, the app makers put out there for you to stay on their platforms. Right. You know, uh, last year I, I started the year with intention and uh, part of that intention was that I was going to have a really solid marketing and promotion plan, paid promotion plan mm-hmm. last year. And so I really planned it and I set up analytics and I, I did everything that I could think of, you know, and checked off my marketing list and, and I executed all that stuff. And I had zero ROI on the entire annual investment of, oh, man. of social media promotion. Zero. Okay. Zero. And, um, and I know you understand where I'm coming from on that too, because yes, you've, you've I talked do. about it as well. And, uh, you know, I just sort of ended the year with, I don't even know what I want to do with social. I shouldn't even be doing anything on social right now until I get an idea. And it's like, I'm going to just take a break because I don't know what I'm doing there. You know, I, I may as well be yeah. posting cat pics because that's about <laughs> the value that I am, feel like I'm providing in, in my social channels right now. And then probably better to not, you know, it's probably better to do nothing than it is to, to do something poorly, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, and so anyway, yeah, I just been, a lot of it has just been not thinking about it at all, um, with the intent of trying to come back into it fresh, which I'm now I'm getting back to the point where I'm feeling some motivation to come back in. And I've had some people messaging me, you know, worried about you, everything. Okay. Type of stuff. You know? Oh yeah. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> all good. You, you know, know, if I didn't talk to you regularly on Slack or whatever, I probably would have done the same. Yeah. So, yeah. But I, I also don't want to make it like big news. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm going to be off the channel for the next month, you know, <laughs> because I'm all important. I want you to let me know. And you know, right. you know, that's all, that always feels no. well, unless somebody says like, you know, that I have some family stuff going on, so I won't be here as much. Uh, anything other than that feels disingenuous to me. Like, like, oh, I didn't know you were here that much, so I'm not <laughs> yeah. gonna miss your feet when you go. You know, no, of, no. You know, based on my ROI, I don't think anybody's gonna miss me, man. You know, so it's. <laughs> <laughs> right. But well, yeah, I guess so. Where I'm at now is like kind of thinking where, you know, what direction, where should I move, and and uh, what's important, and it's always good to have a catalog, and we discussed that last week too, to talk about. And right. one of the eye openers in last week's conversation was that uh, catalog promotion never goes out of style, and you always have the opportunity to reach new uh, followers with your catalog, no matter how old it is. Right. You know, and 
And catalog, just to just to clarify, uh, here means basically body of work. Yeah. Like past, almost like portfolio, but your past body of work, whether you're, yeah. it's your music that you made or whether it's your stuff that you worked on, it's the things that you've done before that you can say, here's my catalog of whatever. Yeah, I think those are all synonymous, you know, and uh, uh, using the term catalog today because that's really what we were using last week and just for right, right. Uh, to stay in context of that. That is probably of last week's conversation. The takeaway, the the main thing that's been on my on my mind, and actually the conversation mm-hmm. has come up uh, with other people outside who haven't even listened to last week's podcast yet because it just went public this morning. Today. Yeah, yep. um, and uh, so it's interesting that I think it's on a lot of people's mind, um, and I think that there's uh, of the people that I've had discussions with, people are feeling kind of down because they are also experiencing promotion that is not returning, you know, they're not reaping any benefits from, uh, uh, from the promotion and marketing on social mm-hmm. and, uh, and feeling like their catalog of, of work or, or recent work in this case um, isn't of any value. And, and, and I want to say that that's not the case. I think it's of great value. It's just that you've got to get it in front of the right person. And that, that person hasn't shown up yet, you know? And uh, in front of the right person and the right way. And we can come yeah. back to that, but keep, continue. But uh, so anyway, that's, that's what's been on my mind. Yeah. I have some thoughts about that. And I, and we did run out of time last week and I felt bad and I would love to have her back on because that, you know, she's been around for so long and has a lot of, um, we're talking about Ariel Hyatt, uh, just has a lot of insight into the industry and how it's changed over the last many years. And one of the things that I wanted to say when she was talking about how she's watched people, you know, not so much engage with new music, and we're talking specifically about music, of course, um, as they have been playing catalog, meaning like old stuff, like stuff that's been around a while. And my take on that is that over the last two years, everybody has been so stressed out, burned out, overwhelmed, sad, and just kind of uh, in a general malaise and just doing the best they can, that of course they're going to go back and play their musical comfort food, you know? That's what it's, it's comforting. They know it. They know how it makes them feel. It's familiar. It's a soft place to land. And of course, when you're, you know, you're excited and you're, you're bored and you're coming from a place of, of strength and security, that's when you reach out and look at new stuff and seek out things that excite you and make, and that are more interesting because it's almost like it's a luxury to seek out new things that are of interest to you, as opposed to falling back with your security blanket of, you know, 90s metal which is what i listen to half the time <laughs> 80s music and 90s metal and um you know those are my musical comfort foods and i do actively seek out new music but i'm also quick to go eh, that's not for me and, and move on without judgment you know i know when stuff excites me or when stuff is something i want to come back to um and i'll earmark it or bookmark it or whatever but i you know i catch even myself not trying as hard to like something that doesn't grab me right away and I think that that's just because there's so much out there and it's coming so quickly that you're right. It does have to be presented to the right person uh, in the right way at the right time. And that's a that's a tricky target. Yeah. How do you feel like uh, there's artists that are out there that um, and, and we touched on this in last week's interview as well. But an artist is in a particular style or genre of music and and they put out something that's different, which is cool. It's not for you though. Mm -hmm. And you go check it out and, um, yeah. And you're just like, it's not, 
you know, it's not my favorite. It's it's not what I expected because I like this last album or or whatever. But I right. you know, and and don't get me wrong, respecting our artistic freedom. But what do you think about the the marketing aspect of of that artistic choice? Sh- should that even be a consideration? Well, here's something that I see, and and I think social. I mean, I find new music on Twitter and in my music Facebook groups all the time, and sometimes. I like it and sometimes I don't, but it is probably now the the primary source of me finding new music apart from, you know, algorithm generated, you know, suggestions from whatever player I'm listening to. But very frequently, and I've, I've said this many times on Twitter and in Twitter chats, which people will say, Hey, here's my new music. Give it a listen without context. You know, they kind of, people assume because they either grew up with social or they're on there so frequently that they think that they're talking to their engaged fans all the time when they're really talking to percentage wise, they're um, what we called last week, ambient fans, the people who are just in their orbit. And if you haven't listened to their catalog and you're not as familiar, maybe like I said last week, you know, there are a lot of people who, uh, you know, I engage with frequently and I know they're musicians, but I haven't necessarily listened to their music and I don't necessarily know what it sounds like. And when they come out and say, hey, listen to my new track, I have no idea before I listen to it what it sounds like because they didn't say it. They assume you kind of know where they're coming from. And I will say more often than not, people who are putting out new music on social don't tell you what kind of music it is and don't give you any context for what it is to listen to because they kind of think that you follow them and you know already. And I, it just it kind of blows my mind that you, you don't even put a hashtag on of what kind of music it is. You need to tell people, hey, this is if you like this band you'll like this if you are a fan of this genre you should check this out yeah. that whenever i retweet somebody or repost somebody's stuff that's what i'll say i also like to hear about where the inspiration came from what 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 was the creative um mm-hmm. uh, impetus for writing this song or or this album you know in total right because uh, i'm interested in that uh you know what what's what's a little bit of the backstory it doesn't have to be too intimate you know but yeah but yeah. uh but give me something well, what can i relate to you know maybe i've had a similar experience and then i you know if i connect with that then maybe i'm more apt to go listen you know because of mm-hmm. uh of having you know that type of connection but yeah i think short of of short of having heard it already that's really important to draw you in because otherwise what's your what's your impetus for even clicking play when you have six million other things to click on yeah and then also you just gave me like the best line ever so for the next uh series of people that uh uh, that spam my social inbox uh, with dms (laughs) about checking out their new uh youtube video and stuff uh, i'm going to say i think you're uh mistaking me for an engaged fan so. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> You're mistaking me for somebody. That's, that's it all. I should tell somebody who gives a but uh, nicer. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> but yeah, if you don't give somebody a reason to listen to it and, and uh, like I mentioned last week, music is unique where people don't buy it until after they've consumed it. You have to listen to it first and go, unless you're already like a super fan, you have to listen to it first and go, Oh, I like this. I think I will uh, listen to more. I think I will support this artist. I think I will follow them. I think it starts with the listen. Yeah. So if they haven't what, begun there, you have to give them a reason to begin there. What's, what is it that, uh, you know, looking at the other side of the coin now, uh, what is it that's so hard to ask someone and get them to spend 
three minutes and 25 seconds of their time, maybe, or even just 30 seconds just to get, you know, uh, uh, to listen a little bit, um, but to actually take that action. Why is that so hard? It's, it's 30 seconds. It is 30 seconds. And I think it's because it's, there's so much competing. Um, there's just so it's, it's, it's like, it's like asking, it's like looking at the ocean and saying, Hey, here's a, here's a cup full of this water. Try this. Yeah. It's just, there's just so much out there. You really have to catch somebody's attention and give them an actual reason to stop what they're doing and engage with you. It is hard and it has to be compelling and it has to catch them at the right time. And the lifetime of a tweet, they say, is like what's between seven and 14 minutes. If they don't see it immediately in your feed, it's just gone. I mean, it lives on, but they don't see it in their feed anymore. I think that's conservatively optimistic. (laughs) I think so too. (laughs) (laughs) And the more people you follow, the less likely people are to see it. Yeah. Unless they do what I do. And I, and I forget that not everybody does this. I use, I use TweetDeck and I have people in lists and I have the people that I want to see frequently in lists that I have broken out into columns. And so I see people's feeds more than most people see people's feeds. Yeah. And the algorithms that are in social that are designed to make you engage more with things you've already engaged with will show you things that you've already kind of let the algorithms know that interest you. So anything new that you haven't either engaged with or engaged with something that implies that you would like to see it uh, is just not even going to show up. And that's hard. How do you get around that? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Targeted advertising, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's trying to get engagement and hoping that your friends, and those may be your fans. You know, there's some different divisions. There's there's others that are friends. They're not really your customers. But they're mm-hmm. people that you interact with quite often. And, and I think that that group is really important. That, that's a, kind of a supportive group. They're not, yes. not customers, you know, and not support in that way, but they are interested in um, Your success. my own success, my own well-being as, mm-hmm. as I'm interested mm-hmm. in theirs, you know. And so there's a, a reciprocation of, of sharing content and, and helping each other in that way. And that's free, you know. Yes. Um, that's that's a way you can help your sm- small business friend um, is to uh, and do it for nothing is is to just take a moment to to share and, and write a sentence uh, and, you know in a in a retweet or in a Facebook uh, sharing post or something like that um, yes. you know because that makes a big difference especially if you get a lot of people doing it and sometimes in the group that that in the groups that we are involved with in Twitter. Uh, sometimes it's off the wall how much uh, retweet you know 20 30 40 retweets and they're not they're not really fans or customers they're the supportive group and that's that's really important yeah i think that it comes back to you've implied something that i want to mention that we hear something in the like the freelance and uh you know our our service based businesses Frequently, like your customers need to do three things. They need to know you, they need to like you, and they need to trust you to become your customer. I think that also applies to artists who want their, who need engagement. I think it does all come to the same thing. You need, people need to know you, like you, and trust you. And without having heard you first or engaged with you first, that's tricky. So I think the best avenue is what you just said, which is to get the people who already are in your circle of know, like, and trust to help signal boost your posts and because they're engaged people also know like and trust them they will take that recommendation 
uh, with a with more um, weight than just some random post that gets, flies through somebody's feed. Like when I say that I um I still find more music recommendations in my Facebook feed and my Twitter feed than anywhere else. It's because I follow certain people whose tastes I align with and who are frequently recommending music that I will go, oh, I haven't heard that one. Like, I, I know that I like half the stuff that they post because I go, oh, yeah, I have that CD. Oh, yeah, I just listened to that earlier. Oh, I haven't heard of this one. I'm going to go check it out right now. And I do that because I know, like, and trust their taste. And I'm already engaged with them. And I think that that's the key, really, is to get your group that already knows, likes, and trusts you to repost the things that are important to you. Not everything, but if you ask them, they generally will. You know, hey, do you mind reposting this? Or, hey, check this out and repost it. But it needs to have the information in it. It needs to say what genre it is. It needs to give the people who haven't seen it before a reason to check it out. And that does take, it takes kind of breaking the cycle of scroll, 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 right? To stop and click and listen, even though, yes, it's only 30 seconds. But you're really kind of asking them to break a habit almost. So to those of us uh, who are watching the video, I would like to apologize because our qual- our call quality is really degraded today for some reason. And uh, but anyway, uh, for those of us uh, that are listening, um, you know, on the podcast, you shouldn't notice anything. So I just wanted to apologize to our, our video. Yeah, we watchers. have a little lag. I don't know. Yeah. So. I had an interesting experience this a um, couple of weeks ago where uh, an artist that I like uh, released some new music and it's an artist that I have supported and, and bought their music in the past. And I went uh, uh, this time to go buy their new music and it was not for sale. It was just for available for freely for streaming. Hmm. And I was like, well, I kind of wanted to support the artist um, and I appreciate the free music, but part of it for me was, um, provide, you know, doing that. And, and I felt like hmm. I didn't really want something for free. I wanted to buy that so I could help, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, cause I like that. Interesting. Um, and, uh, so what do you think about, uh, I mean, it was cool, you know, so I got some free music, Yeah. you know, and I can see that from a part, you know, especially if there's more music coming out and this is a taste of what's to come type of thing. Yeah. But I, there's no, no information about that. So what do you think about artists and, and just giving away music freely like that what uh what is the social uh angle for for that just exposure well exposure it's like a loss leader right like at a store where some where a store will sell something like milk on sale knowing that you have to walk all the way through the other aisles to get to the milk and if you went to the store you're going to buy other things while you're there so they know that even if they sell something at cost or under cost they're gonna you know ultimately make a profit on you so I think the idea with giving away something for free, as you do uh, when you get people to join your mailing list, for instance, you give away a freebie to kind of entice them to, you know, because it's an exchange, right? You don't want to give something for nothing. And you are exchanging time for something. And the idea, I believe, is that like, hey, I'm going to give this away for you for free. Uh, I get engagement from it. And ultimately, hopefully you listen to it more and um there's also kind of that reciprocal effect. If you do somebody a favor, they're more likely to do a favor for you. So yeah. if I give you something yeah. for free, you're good. There's going to be part of you that says, okay, I, I kind of not so much owe this person something, but you're more likely to reciprocate. Even if, uh, even if what you received was free, it still has a value. Right. But I like what you said a, a second ago about you, you wanted to, you wanted to um, support them financially somehow. And I think, um, 
that brings up a, something that I hadn't really thought of before. I think that that's a, a good idea for people to set up, say, a PayPal.me or um, to have other avenues of like, okay, I support you, but I don't necessarily, maybe I support you, but I don't want to buy your music. Maybe like I like you as a person and I support your, your, um, your venture, but I don't necessarily want to buy an album from you. Maybe I just want to donate $5 to your, your cause, right? Through a PayPal.me or a Patreon or, or, um, you know, whatever, but I don't necessarily need a mug from you or I don't need a CD from you. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I don't want a thing. I just want to, I want to provide you money, but to do it the most efficient way possible. So I think that giving people choices is, uh, is as important is maybe more important than being on as many social platforms as possible. Yeah. Because you're not going to get engagement from all of them. You're going to get engagement where you hang out the most and where your people hang out. Which, by the way, we have mugs available on our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was designing it yesterday. That's why it popped into my head. Um, I was going to say coasters. So I have, I have, I have artist coasters. But I think I'm going to be one of our first customers. Yeah, I want to see how it looks. Can we buy our own merch? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they're like fourteen dollars or something like that. Really? Do we get a discount since we own it? <laughs> don't know i think probably not. <laughs> i think there's an option to to buy it as a test so oh is there yeah i think so I think I well that's that. just a, was, what you don't actually get it shipped to you though that's just a test to buy the purchase no i think you get it i think you actually get the product oh, really I think you do. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. we should do that <laughs> i'll have to check that out <laughs> i could use an indie music podcast me mug. too i would, why, why I, would start, I think it'd be appropriate for us to drink out of them on our saturday morning oh. coffee podcast podcast I think so too I think so too. I mean, this, and I shirts, like shirts are next. Ooh, is that a um, long is, sleeve is, because it's cold. <laughs> is that a, um, is that a double walled? It is. It is. They're, oh, okay. they're the best thing in ever. <laughs> keeps your, keeps your coffee hot. It does. It does. Cool. Yep. Very cool. I, I heat it up with, I've got an Insta hot, um, in our bar sink. And, um, so I'll heat that, nice. I'll heat that up and well, and then I, I actually do pour overs, so I don't use a coffee machine, but I've got a, and it's a really old one, uh little cup with a, with a gold filter in the bottom. And oh, okay, then you yeah. just put a, uh, uh, put your coffee in there and then it's got a little strainer. You go over the top of that and, uh, just then the Insta hot, I pour hot water over that and it's okay. and right into the cup. And yeah, it uh, is my favorite cup I've ever, I got it from a, uh, uh, an Amazon gift card I received and I got a, a couple of these oh, and they've been the best. Nice. I highly recommend them. <laughs> <laughs> Not selling them. Uh, you know, if we could get uh, uh, any music podcast labels on these, I would definitely be down. Well, we just make some stickers. Yeah. That's easy. Stickers. <laughs> I like stickers. stickers. Yeah. Write that down. So. Stickers. Anyway. There you so have I it, still, man. I still, I, well, wait, you're going to, we're going to quit there. Is that it? Well, part of it was because the the video quality is so horrible right now. I'm feeling like we better. <laughs> well, I quit some applications. I hope that helps. Usually, it is on my end. Uh, like, I don't I don't necessarily get streaming level internet out here in the uh, shed. Are you on Wi Fi out there? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, uh, you should run a cable, run a Cat Five out there. I could do that. Yeah, from your router. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next project. Yeah, that that's certainly a doable thing. Um. Yeah, I was going to say back to one more thing on social. I still believe that you don't need to be on every channel. You don't need to jump on the latest thing. Although the first people to the latest thing usually get the most benefit from it, but only if it takes off. But um, 
I still think that you can really only, at least as one person, do one or two channels well. Um, and then anything else that you don't do well, it just looks like you're not there. And then I should, you know, you shouldn't bother. So unless you have, you know, an assistant or somebody who, um, posts to other channels for you, or you have a way of, of auto posting to multiple channels, I, I think that stick to one or two that suits you and feels right to you build up your audience there and find your target, find your, find your people there because, you know, your people are everywhere, but you need to be where you're comfortable. Otherwise, it's just going to feel disingenuous and it's going to feel like swimming upstream. And, you know, that's me with Facebook. It's like, I just, I don't like being there and I don't, I don't engage there. And I'm sure it shows, yeah. but I don't care. Yeah. I don't want to engage with people who love Facebook so much that they're there all day. Oh, yeah, true. You know, one thing is uh, that I've noticed is that uh, my channels with lower followers actually uh, have performed better as far as client conversions than my channels with hmm. more followers. Um, that's interesting. And, and, and all the clients I've ever got off of social have not been through promotions. Maybe they have been indirectly, they haven't been direct responses to promotions, but maybe, and I can't say for sure, but since those get seen more because they're paid, perhaps I got mm -hmm. in front of somebody more often and then they decided to, uh, contact me uh, in a uh, client relationship context. Yeah. But never directly to one of my ads or anything has that actually occurred. So it's, it's kind of funny that way, but, uh, you know, the, the neat thing is that it doesn't matter in my opinion, if you've got a huge number of followers, it's, it's the, if you have a small number of interactive, you know, fans, mm -hmm. uh, who are more engaged with you that I think that's more important than having a ton of followers oh, yes. and, and nobody even, you know, uh, Oh, I a hundred percent agree. Channel. You know, regardless of channel, it's not how many followers, it's how many engaged followers, because those are really, I mean, that's really what I'm on social all the time for is engagement, I'm not there to promote. I'm there to make contacts and talk to people yeah. and, and meet people. And I've met the greatest people on social people who, uh, uh, you know, are like lifelong friends now, people who I've zoomed with just to check in. I mean, you know, that, that to me is the, is the, the biggest benefit, but yeah, it's all about engagement it's all about actual connections that's why it's social media yeah i'm curious though um you mentioned about uh percentages and, and engagement do you ask your your um you know clients or whatever where they found you i do you send them a survey yeah okay. yeah i i do sir i do surveys after services okay. um but that's not where i ask where they found me i i, I ask uh, when we're developing a relationship after they've contacted me and and that's usually uh just kind of a, an indirect, oh, by the way, kind of question, yeah. you know, how'd you, yeah. how'd you find me? Yeah. It's, I think it's important to uh, know where those are coming from. I agree. I haven't needed to because they've always been a direct contact. So I've always known where they're coming from. So I haven't had to ask. Yeah. Yet. But there's um, that too. I think yeah. it, when you're doing, when you're doing ads and stuff and you're not really sure how they found out about you, I think it's important to ask. I mean, I try to do like pr uh, promo codes and ads uh, and mm. then, uh, and those are and specific, you know. specific to the platform. And then I have a, right. a place where you can enter a promo code in my uh, quote form and, yeah. uh, and nobody does it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, funny. So, but that would be, you know, that would be engineered to just know right off the bat by which promo code is being used. Uh, and it yeah, says right on there, you know, uh, whatever, 2222 Instagram promo, you know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. That's smart. 
Well, I think that's all. Yeah, I got. that's all I got. So <laughs> I think that was a that was a more interesting discussion than I was thinking it might be. Oh yeah, I mean, last night when we were chatting, I was like, oh, that's going to be a dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the only thing that was a dog was our video feed. Today. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, again, apologize for the audio. I hope and probably the video portion of that was lagging too. But uh, um, you know, what do we do? Yeah. Yeah. Some days it's going to be like yeah. that. <laughs> but hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening and watching. And Absolutely. Uh, to our Patreons, uh, our patrons, thank you so much for supporting us. And we look forward to uh, hearing from you out on our social channels. Yes. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Everybody have a great week and great weekend. And uh, yeah, we'll see you online. All right. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Indie Music Podcast. Please like and subscribe, share with your friends, or just leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you've heard. Find our social links and episode guide at IndieMusicCast.com. Until next time, keep creating. <laughs>